0: hi everybody this is michael hildebrand and i'm your host on the sleep trust podcast where i'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again in this week's episode of the sleep trust podcast we are going to celebrate our first anniversary oh yeah it's for real the sleep trust podcast is out there for one full year And I want to start off this episode by saying thank you to you, the listener. I want to stop it there because I want to say thank you to the entire Sleep Trust team. This team with Lelaine, Given and Sven have done such a tremendously good job to bring Sleep Trust to where it is right now. I would be nothing without you guys. So thank you so much. And thanks to the entire community we would be not here or doing what we're doing if you were not there to support this and to take value out of this because this is what we're essentially doing. We are producing value to let you sleep better and that in the fastest, easiest way possible. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different than you are used to because if you're following us on social media channels on Instagram or Facebook, you might've seen our posts asking for questions that you want to have answered in this special anniversary podcast. So we picked up on these and I'm going to walk through them one on one and uh, answer them, which will hopefully be very insightful for you because the questions were actually really good. And after we walk through this Q&A session, I will be really excited to share with you what is going to happen all around Sleep Trust in the next couple of weeks and months. So the first question that showed up super often was how can i fall asleep faster and this question is not that easy to answer because it depends completely on your personal situation but i'll try to give you an approach that will work for most of you out there which is basically first off to go to bed when you're tired so you should take care that you are tired at the time you hit the bed. And um, this is essential because not all people need the same duration of sleep. So let's say you want to get you know, nine hours of sleep, but you only need six, then you will not be tired. It also depends on the sleep type. So if you are an early bird, it's perfectly fine for you to go to bed, let's say maybe at 9 p.m. If you're an owl, it would probably be better to go to bed at 11 or 12. And of course, you know, we're not living in kind of this theoretical world, Uh, you have to get up out of bed too. And uh, if you have a job, like most of us have and have to get up at a certain time, then you have to primarily take care that you get the right amount of sleep, leaving you with maybe a schedule that is not absolutely in line with your sleep type. But that would be number two, check that and try to get aligned with your sleep type. There are tests in the internet, Uh, If you are an early bird or an owl, but generally speaking, you will probably know uh, what sleep type you are. Uh, If not, a good tip is always to remind yourself on the last holiday vacation you had and just to see when you went to bed there, kind of if this is your natural rhythm. Of course, not if you're kind of on a party thing and partying all hours, that wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be a good, good thing to compare with. But if you have a holiday where you're just relax and kind of getting in line with your natural rhythm, that's a good thing to have a look at. Uh, the next thing that you uh, can do is to relax your thoughts, get into a positive mindset. You do not want to be afraid that you can't fall asleep. So you want to know that you will fall asleep, you want to go to bed, not to sleep, but to have a rest. This is a complete different mindset. Because if you are afraid that you can't fall asleep when you hit the bed, uh, this is just going to build up pressure, stress, and this is the opposite of sleep. And guess what will happen? You will, with a high likelihood, stay awake. So you want to go to bed when you're tired and you do not want to go to sleep. You want to have a rest sleep will take care of itself. It really will. You're going to be relaxing in bed. You want to see that you prepare for this bedtime. So you want to take let's say an hour before you go to bed, you want to do something that is really relaxing for you listen to music, read a book. Um, Best not watch TV, even though you know if you have something that is relaxing for you go on do that. But I would recommend to not do that and just get in line with your own thoughts. When you go to bed, take care that it's cozy. Maybe you want to have a cup of tea before. What really worked good if you're kind of into bedtime drinks, um, primetime drinks, I called them. I did a test a couple of months ago it is the valerian tea that really worked for me. I could uh, I could literally feel how the relaxation went into my body. So you just need to buy a couple of tea bags of valerian tea, get a little bit of honey, stir that in in there and get into the habit of relaxing, getting in line with yourself, your own thoughts, an hour before you go to bed. And when you hit the bed, don't go there to sleep. Go there to get a rest and sleep will take care of itself. So I hope that's helpful. Um, I am sure that for most of you, this will be a game changer when it comes to falling asleep faster. But it's not a one fit all as you know, uh, everybody of us has a very individual uh, sense and uh, setup when it comes to sleep. And you have to check out things on your own. After answering this first question, I think I have to watch the time a little bit. Otherwise, we're going to have a never ending podcast here. So the second question that came up quite frequently was, what do I have to consider if I am suffering anxiety or depression? So um, I'll give you a two-fold answer to this one. First off, if you suffer depression in particular, you definitely want to have a doctor that will support your plans in uh, regards to getting your sleep right again. Sleep and depression can go hand in hand often. Sometimes the sleep problems, disorders come in, uh, come along with the depression. It could also be that you first have a sleep disorder and because you feel that bad, you run into depression at some point. So either way, it doesn't really matter. You have to have a doctor, a therapist that takes care of you and talk your steps, your approach to returning back to superb sleep. Uh, through with him or her. And that's super important. Because in regards to sleep, we all know how it is and how it feels if you don't get the right amount of sleep. And if you have a depression and test things all around sleep, and you you might get a hit in your sleep that makes it even worse for a couple of days, that's going to have an effect on your depression. The other side is the medication that you might be taking at the moment or uh, are highly likely to be taken at the moment. Uh, These are things that you have to have a doctor to uh, watch and um, to consult you, basically. The second thing is anxiety. So if you are anxious because, you know, there are tons of reasons that anxiety can uh, come into our lives. And for many, many people uh, out there from us, and many, many people suffer from anxiety. So it's a kind of a common thing that is out there. There are a couple of things that we should consider when it comes to anxiety and sleep. First off, if you don't get the right amount of sleep, you will be higher likely to suffer from anxiety than if you have a good night of sleep. And uh, we all know how we feel when we're sleep deprived and uh, this just supports us feeling uncomfortable and if we feel uncomfortable we feel a little bit uh, more unsafe and um, that just supports things like anxiety on the other side you can do kind of a lot of things to to uh, cope with anxiety and sleep in that regards first off you can do simple breathing techniques the four seven eight breathing technique is proven to reduce anxiety if you use it for two weeks. Uh, Basically, what you do with the 478 breathing technique is that you breathe in for four seconds, keep your breath for seven seconds and breathe out for eight seconds. Uh, I would walk this through with you, but I'm not going to do that because it's going to take too long in this podcast. But um, you can just do that on your own breathe in for four seconds, keep your breath for seven seconds and breathe out for eight seconds. And uh, that If you do that for a couple of minutes only every day after two weeks, it's proven to reduce anxiety. And this practice is also good helping you to fall asleep. So it calms your body, it calms your mind. Don't get involved into any thoughts that may show up. Just do the breathing techniques for a couple of minutes lying in your bed and that will support your sleep. The next question that I picked is, my top viewed answer on Quora, which is, do dream catchers really work? And the answer is, it depends. If you believe that they will work, then probably yes. If not, probably no. Um, kind of surprised that this is the most viewed answer. But, you know, I think, generally speaking, everything that makes you feel more comfortable when you go to bed is a good thing. So if you're into spirituality and maybe the Native American spirituality, A dream catcher may be a thing that you want to try. The next question that I get quite frequently is, what is sleep coaching? To bring this to the point, sleep coaching is the process that somebody helps you to return back to superb sleep. So typically, when I do sleep coaching, we'll start with an assessment, walking through your personal situation, finding your sleep pain points. Then it's gonna be a part of getting informed about sleep. So I'm gonna inform you what this matter is kind of doing with your sleep. And then we're gonna come up with a sleep plan that is highly individual to your personal situation. And uh, I'm basically gonna keep you accountable doing the steps that we agree on you should do to find back to superb sleep. Keep me accountable. That's the last last part of the, the story. Uh, and whatever it is, it's not going to do the work for you. So you have to do the work and have to be committed and finding back to superb sleep. And that's just how it works. The next question is how can I cope with my nightmares best or get rid of him. And there are two ways that uh, you could take probably there are even more. But uh, way number one would be to take techniques, take the pictures you've gotten the nightmares, work with them and kind of transform them with cognitive behavioral um, tools. So you would kind of replace the bad emotions, the bad pictures, through new ones. It would take too long to do this, but you can find ther- uh, therapists that do that. You may also want to visit an NLP course that have tons of these techniques that you can use to, to do that. Um, A better way for me, since I attended a lucid dream seminar, or uh, it wasn't a seminar, it was called a retreat, right? A lucid dream retreat with uh, Charlie Morley is to learn lucid dreaming, actually. Because if you, and lucid dreaming is the process of being aware that you're dreaming when you are dreaming, So what happens when you recognize that you're in a nightmare is that you can actually transform this nightmare into something else. And the most powerful way to do so is to actually and literally embrace your nightmare. So when something comes that frightens you to death and you know that you're dreaming, that's kind of the assumption, then you would just face the fear and send love to it, embrace it. And that way, this nightmare gets integrated on a very on the not on only on a very deep level, but on exactly the level that it occurs. And this has been proven and tested with PTSD clients. So people that come from come traumatized from wars or uh, other situations that had recurring evil nightmares. And from these five people in the study all five of them got rid of their nightmares. And that is better than any other technique that I know. And only one had nightmares that came up occasionally after one year uh, of doing this practice. And uh, the nightmares weren't that bad and didn't come that often. So this is literally the best thing that I can imagine to do for nightmares. The last question I'm going to answer today is how much sleep do I really need? And the answer is, nobody can tell you. Okay, the answer is not completely right. Nobody can tell you, except yourself. You have to build your sleep trust and trust what your body and your mind tell you to do here. So if you feel good, you're fine. It doesn't matter if you're sleeping four hours, or I'd say 14, but that would be over the top. If you listen to the National Sleep Foundation, they will tell you that an average sleeper should sleep somewhere between 7 and 9 hours, which is recommended, and 6 to 10 hours, which may be appropriate, whatever that means. If you look at famous people, there are people that got along with 4 hours of sleep, like Nikola Tesla did, and other famous people like Albert Einstein, which took 10 hours of sleep every day. So it's highly individual and you have to learn to trust yourself, your own gut feeling. How do you really feel about your sleep? And if you feel good, you'll be fine. So I'll stop the question part here because I think this podcast is never going to end if I continue to do the answers to all the questions that I've got on this piece of paper here. If you're interested in another Q&A session, just drop me a message. You can find me on Instagram and or Facebook you'll find me if you search for at sleep trust, just drop me a message. And uh, if you know enough interest is there, I'm going to do a second q&a podcast in the future. Uh, But now for now, as promised, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of what we're going to do in the next couple of weeks and months. And this is just going to be super exciting. So first off, the next five weeks are going to be replays of the podcast, we pick the best picks, the best listens, and we're going to repeat them again, to let you participate from the best of the best, kind of uh, what we did in the last year. What we're also going to do is we're going to create in this time, because that leaves me a little bit more time to work on different things. We're going to create a free membership, we already have a lot in place. And that will give you access to even more free content. This is gonna be super exciting. You have to register for this, but it's only gonna be your name and your email and you're fine. So number three, we're working on our paid courses. We're making all of them better. So we took all of them out of the website. There are gonna be new, refreshed, refurbished courses coming. Uh, And these are going to be so fantastic. If you want to have a straight way, somebody taking you at the hand, that will not be quite as costly as if you really got a one on one sleep coaching, but will have the same effect for 80% of you. This is something that you're really going to love. And the last thing that I want to announce today are little kind of freebies that we're going to launch from time to time. We're going to start off with a little seven day sleep better challenge. It's going to it's going to be called sleep good feel great challenge and you have to register for this. I don't want to spam people with uh, you know information they don't want to have so you have to register for this and then you're going to get an email every day for seven straight days in a week leaving you with a little sleep challenge that will get you inspired to work on your sleep and tweak it in a fun way so and this is only one of the things and the ideas that we're going to produce over the next month so you can be waiting curiously uh, seeing what's going to come up next and i hope you love all of it i'm looking forward to do more and more content for you please drop me a message leave me feedback on our social media channels drop me an email at hello or podcast at they both land here And I'm happy to not only read every email, but also answer them. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this a little bit longer anniversary series and that you tune in next week when we're going to start off with our replays, beginning with Wakey Wakey, the magic of getting upright. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor. Nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcastsleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.